Welcome to Saving You is Killing Me, Loving Someone with an Addiction podcast. Loving someone with an addiction is a life of chaos. This podcast is to help you take back your power and build strength, hope, and restore peace in your life. We use the science and art of positive psychology, professionals in their field, along with personal stories of hope, resilience, and strength. We hope you can discover how the courage to focus on you can help put your life back together. When you are in a place of exhaustion, hopelessness, and emptiness, we are a community that knows all too well the turmoil that comes from loving someone with an addiction. We are here to help you compassionately struggle well. Hey there, you're listening to the Saving You Is Killing Me, Loving Someone With An Addiction podcast hosted by me, Andrea Seidel. I'm the author of Saving You Is Killing Me, Loving Someone With An Addiction, and Saving Me One Day at a Time, Finding Light Amidst the Shadows of Addiction. I am here for you and this podcast is for you if you're ready to find a way to struggle well, to reclaim your power and to live life happier while you're navigating loving or losing someone to addiction. I wholeheartedly believe that when you love someone with an addiction, your life gets damaged in some way. So since we can't control someone else's addiction, but we are greatly affected by it, the number one thing that we can do is take back our power and focus on us ourselves. Just remember that the thoughts and perspectives that I share on this show are mine and those of the guests on the show. So if you ever hear anything harmful or triggering, I'm pre-apologizing and we always aim to do better and we value your feedback as well as your permission to be human. So please use all the content here as educational and informational and not for the purpose of medical diagnosis, treatment, or prescription in any form. That being said, let's dive into today's episode. Hey there, Andrea Seidel here. I hope you're doing as good as can be. I thought I would just come on and do an episode all about this idea of we feel damaged in some way when we are loving or we have lost someone to addiction. It is so hard. But my message is, is that although we may feel damaged, we are not destroyed. I can vouch for that. I felt so damaged. I felt so broken when I was in the muck. And I have to say that, that I wish that sometimes I felt like I was totally destroyed and that I was like, I'm never going to be able to date again. I'm never going to find the love of my life again. I'm just, I felt so destroyed. I felt like at an all time low, I was crushed. I was exhausted. And so my message to you is yes, the impact of addiction is damaging and it is so hard, but we are not destroyed. We are not wholeheartedly destroyed that we are going to be okay and it will be okay. And it's amazing how we can feel so taken down by addiction. And so I just wanted to do an episode all about this idea, damaged but not destroyed, right? And how we are actually wired to be resilient. We are wired to bounce back during tough times. And so sometimes you need a little friend to pick you up. Sometimes you need a podcast episode, a book to read, things like that, that can really help you through this journey. And that's what I am here for you for. 
And just to recognize that life has ups and downs. It is going to be really hard. When you love someone with an addiction, there's going to be some more times of ups and downs, many, many downtimes. And there are moments that we feel like we've been so knocked down by this adversity of loving or losing someone to addiction. It is these trying times that sometimes we need these reminders. We need to remember that you are not destroyed. In fact, science has confirmed this, that we have this amazing, incredible capacity to not only survive through this challenge, to not only survive through what we're going through, through these downtimes, but we can actually thrive. We can actually grow. We can actually learn. We can actually become even amazing, better versions of ourselves. And I lack for a better word because that's what everyone says nowadays is this when we face adversity, science has confirmed that we have that capacity to bounce back. That although we feel damaged by addiction, let's not pretend it's not happening and that there are ways that addiction do damage us in many, many ways. Um, just remember we're not destroyed. So I just wanted to explore this idea and the power of resilience and just to provide you a little bit of support to help you work through these tough times, to help you basically to know some practical exercises that can strengthen your resilience, that can help remind you of your resilience. When you feel damaged, just remember you're not destroyed. <laughs> I know I felt destroyed many, many times. So Understanding resilience is the first step. So understanding our ability to bounce back from difficult situations. So we have this ability, we are wired to adapt to change. That is part of our survival mechanisms. We are wired to grow and to learn and to become stronger when we are presented with adversity, when we are going through adversity. That's how survival of our species is like number one is like, that is, we are wired for this. So recognizing that we all have resilience. No one person is better than someone else. We all have this built into us, this ability to bounce back from difficult situations, to adapt to change, to grow stronger, even through the most adverse of times. And so just knowing that, right, it is basically a skill that we all have. We can cultivate it. We can develop it. We can make it stronger. But when life throws these challenges your way, I just want you to remember that they are opportunities for you to grow your resilience. They are opportunities because that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to adapt to this change. We're going to grow from it. We're going to figure out ways to cope and ways to strategize and take good care of ourselves. And everyone has this capacity. We have this capacity. So although you feel damaged, and I know you do because I did as well when I was in the muck, I've been there, I know. If you're listening to this and you feel so damaged, just remember you are not destroyed. You are not destroyed. There are, there's a sparkle inside you. There is a beauty inside you. There's a grit. There's a perseverance. There's an adapt, ability to adapt to this change. There's ability for you to grow. You have strengths inside you that you may have forgotten about, but they're there. So resilience empowers you to navigate these challenges. Resilience is going to help you tap into grace and compassion and love for yourself so that you can make it through this challenge and know that yes, 
you are affected by addiction. Yes, you are damaged in some way. Uh, However, you're not destroyed. And it is my job. I feel like it is my purpose here to make sure that you know that. So the number one thing we want to do is to recognize that, yes, we have been damaged in some way. So we need to support ourselves through this tough time, through these tough times. We need to practice things like self-compassion. We need to treat ourselves with that same kindness that we would, that same understanding that we would to a really good friend or to a friend that's going through a difficult situation. So you want to acknowledge your feelings. You want to remind yourself that, it's okay not to be okay and to feel damaged. And this is like, this is so normal when you love someone with an addiction. Oh my gosh, just get into the SYKM group and listen to the comments. Like my heart just like, um, I get pits in my stomach when I read some of the comments and I was so there with you and it is so hard. So remembering and knowing that it's normal to feel this damage and we want to face it and support ourselves through it with compassion, with self-compassion, treating yourself with this kindness and this understanding and love. It makes sense that we feel damaged here. It makes sense. And just remember, don't turn it into that next stage of like that you're destroyed or that you're like, you know, you're never going to get back to who you are. You're forgotten. Like, just don't go down that pathway. It's like practicing self-compassion, giving yourself love for acknowledge and acknowledge this feeling of feeling damaged, right? It's understandable. Acknowledge those feelings. Another thing is to reach out to support. This will help support yourself through these tough times when you feel damaged. This is what we can do when we feel destroyed. It's almost like learn helplessness. Like there's nothing we can do. We're destroyed. There's no hope. It's like a fixed mindset. It's just like going down that spiral and it doesn't feel good. And so that's why I really want to shift you to the perspective of damaged. You, f- you feel damaged in some way. You're affected by addiction. So what are some of these things that we can do to support ourselves in this, these tough times? So reaching out for support to support, for support, you know, to friends and family and uh, coaches and the support group that we have. So important. And you probably hear this a lot, but sharing your feelings and your experience it's and your vulnerabilities are very, very important because people can provide you with so much comfort. And chances are, especially if you're in the SYKM community, we all know what it's like to love someone with an addiction. We all know that struggle. So this is another wonderful, valuable perspective that you can gain just by communicating with others that are going through something really, really similar. And this can help you feel that support and that can help you move from feeling like you're destroyed to more like, okay, yeah, I'm damaged. I'm affected by it. But like, you know, it, it offers a, a new perspective. It you know, we're all here to help lift you up. And so yes, please reach out to the the support groups because they will help you. They will. So another thing, and I just kind of touched on it is this idea of a growth mindset. When we move from this feeling of destroyed, like there's no hope, like I'm so destroyed and that can be really a fixed mindset. It moves us into a downward spiral of feeling hopeless. And it's really important, especially in the, in the field of positive psychology is to 
maintain a growth mindset. So when we know that we're just, we're damaged in some way, we're affected by the addiction, but we aren't the addiction. We aren't destroyed. We aren't, we like, you know, there's, we're viewing it from an outsider perspective. You're moving, you're zooming up the lens and moving yourself to the place of, okay, yes, I'm affected by the addiction, but it's not going to destroy my life. Like I, I'm still who I am and who I am is amazing. And like just kind of shifting it to more of a perspective of like a growth mindset where you can see challenges head on and you can look at them in a way of how can I now tap into my strength? How can I make this an opportunity to learn more? How can I make this an opportunity to reach out to friends and make new friends and new communities? And so maintaining that idea of thinking no matter how difficult things get and no matter how difficult the situation may seem, that is really important for you to believe in your abilities to learn, believe in your ability to adapt and cope, believe in your ability to bounce back from this, believe in your strengths. That is what a growth mindset is. So instead of going down that path of, oh my gosh, I'm destroyed. And like, I don't know, like you're feeling like there's no belief in yourself. You feel helpless. Remember, no, I am damaged in some way from the addiction. It's impacted me and acknowledging that and then adopting that growth mindset around it, embracing a challenge head on and recognizing, okay, this is hard. I'm going to believe in my ability to navigate this. I've navigated challenges in the past. I'm sure you have. And so this idea is, is maintaining this belief in yourself belief in your ability to learn, grow, adapt, bounce back, be resilient, because we all have that capacity. It's wired in us. It's wired in us to survive and to thrive. And so another tool that can really help in many ways, help us to support ourselves through tough times. And for tapping into this idea that we have been damaged and impacted by addiction is look at things that we can be grateful for. Now, I know what you're thinking and I was there. It's like, where's the good in all this? Like, oh my gosh. And sometimes when you're in the the shadows of addiction, it's really hard to find things to be grateful for, but I cannot emphasize this more. We when we can focus and find the little glimmers, the little flickers of hope and things that we can be grateful for, that is such a powerful emotion that can help lift us up. So there's got to be some positive aspects in your life. The secret is we sometimes have to really pull out that magnifying glass and we really have to search for it. Whether that be, you know, like at the Starbucks, you take your first sip of your favorite, you know, for me, it's a chai tea latte. Like that first sip, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful grateful that I have this chai tea latte right now and just like getting into it and enjoying every element of that chai tea latte, that could even be the gratitude. I'm so happy that I woke up and took a breath today that didn't feel stressful. Like, you know, so there's so many little tiny micro moments that you can look for. And, and science has shown that when we move into this place of gratitude, it helps move us from feeling despair or destroyed. And it can actually move us into a place that's a little bit more into a place of, yes, we're damaged. Okay. So let's look for some 
opportunities of things in our life, even though we have been impacted and we're damaged in some way from someone else's addiction, it's like, okay, well, what are some things that I can be grateful for here, right? And really looking into that because it has shown to have such an impact to shift our perspective and it will boost our resilience. It will boost us up in a way that's really, really powerful. And so even if it's little tiny things, I start a gratitude journal and I love it because I just keep adding to the gratitude. And then I, I, it's almost like, you know, with a, a, um, an orange, when you squeeze it out, it's like squeeze every last little bit of juice out of that gratitude. So finding any small little thing that you're grateful for, and then just squeezing all the juice out of that and really savoring it. It has such a powerful ability to shift our perspective to move us to a place that doesn't feel as devastating. So another thing is that really can help and that had helped me so much is that can help us support ourselves through these tough times is developing daily routines. So I cannot tell you how much this helps so many people, even like retirees or like, you know, anyone going through struggle or challenge or change in their life. The, one of the best things we can do is get our calendar out and establish daily routines that really help provide you with this sense of autonomy. You have control, a sense of influence in your life. You'll feel a little bit more in control. You'll feel like uh, hopeful and you'll feel more like you are taking action, positive action for yourself. And that really does help you when you are going through times of uncertainty. I mean, addiction, we have no control over it. So the best thing we can do is look at the things we do have control over. And that is our schedule, our daily routines. So we can develop these daily routines, pull out your calendar, have fun planning your week and, and really put yourself first to prioritize your well-being. Like what would you love to do this week? For me, I know I create these habit trackers too. So I'll make sure like every day this week, I want to walk and get fresh air for at least, you know, 30 to 60 minutes. And so every day I get a little check mark when I, I meet that habit tracker, or I even block it into my schedule when it's going to happen. But these daily routines, Routines are so powerful because the routines can help us feel stability in our life. They give us a sense of control, especially during uncertain, challenging times. So when we feel like we're completely destroyed, developing daily routines, believe it or not, is such a fantastic way to just, you know, enhance our lives and make us feel, yes, we you know, we're not ignoring the addiction or the addicted loved one in our life, but we are recognizing, okay, yes, I have been damaged. I have had impact from this addiction. The cast of the shadow is on me. So what can I do? So really nurturing this idea. I love daily routines. So you can include things like self-care. You can include things like exercise. You can include like trips to the gym or even just moments of relaxation or even schedule in a meditation in the morning or um, a daily read, like really establishing a routine. It can help us in so, so many ways. And then put it in your calendar and block it off. I love that. So this concept of damaged but not destroyed is so powerful. And there's one exercise that stands out in my mind that really, really works really well. And so it's this exercise is designed to help you feel and notice your resilience and to recognize that you are not destroyed, that 
even when you are faced with the biggest challenges, the biggest struggles in your life, the craziest circumstances, I want you to know and recognize that you are not destroyed. You might be impacted by it, but you're not destroyed. So let's look at this a little deeper. So the first step is self-reflection. So just take a moment and reflect on a time in your past that was challenging, that was difficult. And it might be a very a situation that you faced in the past and just write down how it made you feel and and then think about also as it, what what did it make you feel and then what were some of the lessons that were built in what were some of the lessons that you learned from that experience and then just take your time for that self reflection to think about a past challenge or difficult situation and just think about without stewing in it too much just think about how it made you feel and see those emotions without judgment. And then what are some of the lessons that you learned from that experience? And this self-reflection is so powerful because you're going to start to see uh, that within every challenge and struggle, there are things that come up in terms of lessons. There are growth opportunities. And then the next step is to list all your strengths. So identify your personal strengths that helped you overcome these adversities in the past. So think about, you know, for me, I'm so resourceful. So anytime I went, like I went through my divorce, I had my addicted loved one. Um, I like, you know, I, I had to navigate quite a bit and I wanted to keep the matrimonial home, this and that. And so I am, I would say a hundred percent resourceful. And at the time I had a publishing company, I had a magazine and I started bartering. I started exchanging, uh, ads for food for my children. And I started, I put ads in my magazine and in exchange for tutoring for my kids when they were little. And so this is, this is resourceful. I know that's one of my strengths. So I'm curious, what are your strengths, right? What are those qualities? It might be you're determined. It might be that you have so much courage. Maybe it's that you have a, a sense of humor. So the idea here is that you want to list your strengths, write down all those things that you know you're strong at. And if you're thinking, Andrea, I don't have anything that I'm strong at. I'm destroyed. If you're feeling like you're in that place, okay, here's what I want you to do. Think about your best friend. Think about, you know, someone who really cares about you and knows you really well. What would they say your strengths are? because chances are you have them, we all do, is like recognizing and thinking about that past circumstance, right? That was challenging. What were the strengths that you drew on to help get yourself through that, right? And so maybe it's that you're resourceful. Maybe that it is that you're, you know, you have that determination. Um, so really tapping into your strengths and list them out, write these down, write them down. Don't just think about them, write them all down. So another thing that you can do is then visualize your resilience. So you can close your eyes, not if you're driving, but you can close your eyes and just imagine. I My metaphor that I love is a tree, a strong, sturdy tree that has strong roots deep into the ground that even when the wind blows, that tree is so strong and has such strong roots into the ground that, you know, despite sometimes branches falling or leaves falling off, this tree remains standing strong, standing tall. And just take that moment to close your eyes and imagine a strong tree that is 
that can weather these storms. That is you, right? Imagine that the tree represents your resilience. Think about your roots strong into the ground. Visualize yourself as that tree, like unbroken by life challenges. You are solid. You are resilient. You are strong. And then every time we do things like self-compassion, self-care practices, all these things that make us feel better and cope well and to struggle well, we're building those strong foundation and those roots are getting deeper and deeper and stronger and stronger. I love that visual because it really does help you to visualize your resilience so that you don't feel destroyed. So another thing obviously is affirmations, right? You can use that affirmations. I am damaged, but not destroyed, right? I have the strength and the resilience to overcome any challenge that comes my way. I have strength and resilience and resourcefulness to deal with this, right? Everything, I think there's an expression too, that uh, in the end, it will be okay. And if it's not okay, it's not the end. Uh, That quote, I remember seeing it when I was in the muck, like, crying in one of my yoga classes. And I saw that quote on the wall. I'm like, okay, perfect. Great. That's exactly what I needed to see right now. And so that became my affirmation. And so another thing to do, another step is an action plan. So what you can do is you can write down a plan for yourself, like how you can apply and use your strengths. How can you use your resilience to face this current situation that you're in, to face when you love someone with an addiction? How can you draw on those strengths that you already know you have? How can you draw on and know your resilience so that you can stand strong, right? Break it down. Like how can, create a plan for this, a plan that can tap into your strengths, that can build your resilience, that can help you and break them down into small manageable steps. I love the idea too about that, about creating a schedule, like kind of creating those routines, daily routines that can help you too. That can be part of your action plan. So how are you going to integrate this? How are you going to use your strengths and draw on your strengths to help while you're going through this challenging times? That'll make you go from feeling destroyed, right? Um, to a place that feels a little bit more empowering. So that's almost it. That's about it. It's like life challenges are going to be there, right? We might feel damaged, right? But remember, you are not destroyed. Your resilience and your ability in your to bounce back is there, right? It's a powerful tool and your strengths are available to you, especially through these tough times, right? So learn, obviously, from the adversity, tap into all your strengths and know wholeheartedly that you can get through this, that you are not destroyed. You may be impacted or damaged in some way, but by practicing your self-compassion, you know, seeking support and just using that mantra and that damaged but not destroyed exercise that we just walked you through, it can all build your resilience. It can help you to embrace that you will have tough times in your life, but just remember When you love someone with an addiction, it can be so challenging, emotionally taxing. Addiction is going to have a profound impact on not only the person struggling, but you, the loved ones. And so this situation, while it can cause damage, you know, on so many levels, it's important for you to understand that you might feel damaged, but it's not, you're not destroyed, right? 
when facing these difficult situations, you're stronger than you think. Remember your strengths. Remember that human beings, us, all of us, we have the incredible capacity for resilience. We can withstand and we can navigate difficult circumstances. And so, especially in our community, when we love someone with an addiction, it can be very, very hard. And so I just want to offer you this up that just practice unconditional love for yourself. Practice that idea of continual growth and learning with a growth mindset, looking at things of how you can learn and grow from this. And then also tapping into this idea of caring, taking good care of yourself and that you're building resilience just by being in this situation. And that's about it, right? So I hope that you got a lot out of this, that we may feel damaged in some way, but we're not destroyed and that we can build our resilience in tough times, especially when we're navigating addiction so, so hard. So again, I'm wrapping you in love and hugs and I hope you got a lot out of this episode. And of course, if you haven't left a review in a while, I so value your reviews. Like this is what I read before I pop on and I'm like, oh, okay, like I got to continue doing this because it's helping people. So if you write a review and and create a five-star or whatever star review that you think, it does help other people find the show. So I would really, really appreciate it if you did that. If you haven't popped over to our website, we have so many resources for you there as well, which is savingyouiskillingme.com. So that's about it, everyone. Have an amazing week. Thank you for listening. If you want additional support, you can head on over to our website at savingyouiskillingme.com, where we have a wonderful, supportive, compassionate community. We are here for you. You are not alone. We also have a private Facebook group and Instagram feed called Saving You Is Killing Me, Loving Someone With An Addiction. Be sure to subscribe here so you get the latest episodes. And of course, share this with your community and your support groups or anyone that's going through this struggle so we can all work together to take our lives back and restore joy. Thank you so much for joining me, not only today, but week after week. Although I wish we were meeting under different circumstances, I'm so grateful that I get to show up for you and share these episodes so that we can go on this journey together. Until next week, sending hugs. Thank you.